listening to the Heritage Church Podcast. I'm so excited today because here with me is Shallon Baker. Hey, everyone. Hey, Shallon. Shallon, would you move your microphone a little bit closer? I told yeah, you. Yeah, no, I already did. No, I, I asked you earlier to move it closer I, to your face and you didn't. Yes, I did. I've been watching you the whole time. You have not what moved What are you talking about? If you bring hey. this up again, I'm going to reach across his desk and strangle you. And scene. Ah, okay, everybody take a deep breath. So, today's topic is... Do you want to tell them? Anger. Anger. Here we go. Shallon, have you ever been angry? No. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about lying. <laughs> I'm not available. Yeah, yeah. yeah so anger... Um, we're going through a series right now in our church. This is week two that we're calling In the Valley of the Shadow, and uh, which is pulled from Psalm 23, and just addressing this reality that there are times in our life we go through these valleys of the shadow, and uh, last week was loneliness. Uh, this week is anger. We're going to be touching on some other things like doubt and shame mm-hmm. moving forward, but uh, anger is kind of one of those ones, you know, it, it, it in some ways, it doesn't really make the cut when you compare them to some of the other yeah. things, you know, topics that we're talking about. Sure. And yet there's just a reality that this is something we all deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wanted to give us some time just to be able to talk about this. Great. Yeah. And, and, uh, because I think we're affected by anger, yeah. uh, whether that's other people's anger against us. Um, I, I was reminded at the beginning of this podcast when we first started not to cross you uh, so. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah don't it's oh yeah mm. it's always the ones you don't suspect you know or, <laughs> gosh uh, yeah. oh well you know <laughs> so shallon uh let's talk about ang- anger i've certainly uh have have had to address anger in my life mm. uh, i've I, I wouldn't say i'm an angry person but Certainly, it does come out, and I've had to, I've had to really like do a lot of work with the Lord in that, mm. and and you know just, uh, just even allow myself space to go what what's going on in my own heart, right? You know, yeah. Uh, this last week we talked about um, you know, loneliness is like a light on the dashboard, you know, that kind of alerts us like something else is going on in mm. our hearts, and I think anger is one of those, absolutely, as well. So yeah. Um, let's, you know, maybe just kind of like, why are you here? So, uh, just kind of behind the curtain look here, we, uh, with the staff, we sat around our table and said, all right, who wants to do the podcast on loneliness? Mm-hmm. Who wants to do this? And you were like, I'll do the one on anger. Right. So why the heck are you here? <laughs> um, I think I've had to deal just like what you were saying, I had to deal with some anger, like roots of anger in my heart, yeah. um, that weren't really easy to identify, especially growing up. Um, I think I just kind of got used to how people were responding to me, uh, just like our, our home life situation. Mm-hmm. And I, and I didn't really recognize anger for what it was. So you, you, you would say in your home, like anger was just a way to communicate in some ways or. Yeah. Like if, uh, if something upset you, you got angry. About okay. It. And so, um, a lot of the times I didn't want to respond that way, but I, I had those, urges to be angry and so I would stuff it away a lot of the times because yeah. um, I am also a peacekeeper so anger isn't necessarily 
my first go-to reaction. Mm -hmm. But I had those roots of anger there um, that wouldn't necessarily come out appropriately, but they would definitely come out sideways when I was stressed, when I was bumped, you know, or playing sports or whatever. It would would result in just these outbursts. Can you, like, I don't want to indulge, like, anything here, but, like, give us us a picture here. Like, you're playing sports. What's what's going on? So I have a great example, and it's super (laughs) embarrassing because, you know. This is even better. Thank you, Shalom. You're so welcome. You're so so giving (laughs) that you're going to uh, be vulnerable here. (laughs) Well, a lot of my friends will can remember this, so hopefully I'm telling it true. (laughs) So someone's listening, just nodding their head going, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shalom was like, she's insane. (laughs) Um, So we were playing basketball. And I, I think this is when my anger would come out. Yeah. It's like when I was playing defense, or if I would get a shot and get fouled, but not get the foul called, or or a foul was called against me and it shouldn't have been, and I would get so mad. Yeah. I at one point I got a technical foul called on me. I don't remember for what. And I ran over to the table. It was like one of those folding tables. I slammed my fists. This is in front of everyone I go to school with. Like, yeah. it was so inappropriate. Yeah. I slammed my fists on the table, and then I run out of the gym well, in the middle of a game. Oh, like, wow. I just, like, could not control myself. And yeah. it's like, looking back, just I could see it was a lot of pent-up emotion that yeah. I just never dealt with properly. And then it would come out. <laughs> And so I, I had a lot of technical fouls back in the day, which <laughs> is really funny. But um, yeah, I've done a lot of work <laughs> to yeah, like help yeah, yeah. control myself. Yeah, but thanks for sharing. I, yeah. I, I have times I can remember like, yeah, it coming out physically. And I'm, I'm the same way. I'm a peacekeeper. I just want everybody to get along. Yeah. But then this anger would come in. And I don't know if you experienced this, but you know how in the cartoons, like, when like the eyes get red and steam starts coming <laughs> yeah. out, like, it feels that way. Mm, totally. Like there's this almost this moment where I can't even see clearly, and I have memories of like I had this little, in, in shop class I had made this little baseball bat, and I was so, I don't know what it was about, but I was so angry I just went into my room and just started taking it out on this beanbag oh that I had gosh. in my room and just <laughs> just annihilating this thing. Well, at least it was a beanbag. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure my siblings. I know my siblings have stories as well. My I'm my sure. sister. I love my sister. Mm-hmm. She's awesome, but she also knew how to push my buttons. Okay. And yeah. she would do it, and then I would just, I would lose it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's part of growing up too. Probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, like mm-hmm. the, the, at some point you got to go. Okay. Well, why is this coming out this way? Exactly. You yeah. know what's going on right. there, but. Yeah, so you identified that in your life. And for you, it was more of a kind of a pressure cooker situation, Totally, yeah. And where you kind of tried to keep it in. Mm -hmm. And then with these moments. Were you embarrassed when that happened, when you slammed your fists on the table and then ran out? I wasn't. No? No, I felt totally in the right. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone else was in the wrong. Of course. And of course, this is what you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But now I'm... so embarrassed that that was how I handled my anger. <laughs> what do you but, think changed other than just normal, like ma- emotional maturity? Sure, definitely maturity. But I do think, I mean, I ended up quitting basketball because I, I knew it was a, 
a really hard thing for me to be in and not have anger run its course through yeah. my life. Yeah. Um, so I ended up I, quitting basketball. I kind of want to invite you to pick up basketball. <laughs> I don't know. No, you don't. <laughs> it's fine. It comes, come watch a game with me. <laughs> It'll show up. No, oh, it doesn't come out like when you're yeah. watching the sun. I know or I try not to, yeah. but it, it definitely does. Yeah. But now I have little eyes watching me, which helps because I built an accountability. Yes. Because they not, do exactly not, what We're not I talking do. about raccoons or, you know, woodland creatures. <laughs> no. We're talking about children. My children. Yes. yes. Which I think is the second half of the story, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I ended up quitting basketball and then that was like one of those things that caused caused a lot of anger. Yeah. And so then, you know, and I just tried to avoid it. I tried to avoid any situation that would cause me to be angry. But it wasn't basketball that was making no, you angry, right? No, it wasn't. No. It, there was a lot of other stuff okay. going on yeah. that I just wasn't dealing with, right? right? right. Which, which I think a lot of maybe people can identify with. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is this is a stressor. This is not going the way I want it to go. But instead of like handling it and trying to come up with a process and a system to figure out those situations, mm-hmm. we let me, I let it bottle up. Yeah. And so, you know, and then when you have kids, it all kind of comes back around again, right? Because you can circumvent a lot of situations to avoid these types of reactions. But then your kids tend to pull that out of you at times. They do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that for sure. For sure. And so I I was starting to see, like, uh, my kids respond angrily. And I'm like, whoa. I need, I need to read about this. I need to help them navigate this. What is their problem? What is going on? <laughs> yeah. Who's this kid's mom? Um, <laughs> and uh, I was just, I was looking and a friend's like, oh, you should read this book called Triggers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Triggers, great. Like, that sounds like a perfect book for me to learn how to be a better mom. Yeah. So I'm reading through it and they draw you in, you know, like, here's, here are some ways, here are some ways to help your child through your anger in like the first half of the first chapter. And then it takes a major shift yeah. and it turns it on you oh, wow. as the parent yeah. and helping you identify your triggers. And that was so profound for me because it's like it, it helped me unpack and unwind all the things I had been trying to avoid dealing with hmm. and thinking I was avoiding it well, but actually it would come out sideways still 25 years later, yeah. all this stuff I needed to unpack and help me learn how to navigate my own feelings yeah, and not respond to my children the way I did not want to respond to them in. Yeah. Right. And so, um, it was a really, it's a really powerful book and it, and it really just helped put words to what I was trying to figure out, but how to, was mm. having a hard time. Didn't even know I needed to figure out. I have a couple of questions for you there. Sure. Uh, would you say, would you say then that your kids kind of like you passed on your, your anger, these angry, outbursts or emotions to your kids? I would say they had to learn it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. wasn't it Adam? <laughs> For sure wasn't him. So it was definitely me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it really is like, I mean, in some ways you're looking in a mirror Yeah. when you're raising children. Right. Which is terrifying. So scary. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but... I remember having this moment where one of my kids, they were little, and I remember just getting so just angry mm. because they were defying me or, you know, just being children. <laughs> and for me, a lot of times anger will come out in volume of my voice. Mm. You know, again, mm-hmm. not something I'm proud of. It's embarrassing right. to talk about or say, but it, yeah. that, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. As though, like, speaking louder is going to get me what I want. 
Right. And I, go, I guess sometimes it can if it's intimidating enough, but we'll, we'll get there in a moment, right? Sure. Like, yeah. Um, but I, I think there were underlying things like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Are, you, uh, are you comfortable sharing? Like you, you, you talked about reading that book, Triggers, mm-hmm. that there was other things you had to unpack and it was your, your anger was kind of an expression of those things. Right. Do you feel comfortable talking? Like what were, what were some of those things that you discovered? Yeah, I think just feeling um, I would get embarrassed mm. about my children's behavior okay. and my response to the way they were acting. Yeah. We'd create uh, things that I experienced growing up in my childhood. And so uh, because it's like when you think your, your children are a direct refle- reflection of you, and and they're acting like that. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah. And so then I would get upset with them for for just being kids. Like they're learning, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. But I would get embarrassed, mm. and so out of my embarrassment, um, like feeling like I'm not doing a good enough job. Yeah. This perfectionism, 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 I was putting on myself. Um, <laughs> Can we just appreciate the irony that you had a hard time saying the word? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's sit in that for a minute. Yeah. Um, you just got a little angry per- just now. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm, I took my breaths. We are good, set. No. Good, good. Um, I think, yeah. So th- once I recognized that was what was triggering my response to my children, yeah. I was able to like cool my cool my jets a bit like mm-hmm. are you kidding like that is such a self you were you were acting very selfishly and it's in your children are catching the brunt of it yeah which is something i try to avoid yeah. i don't i don't want to create that kind of atmosphere in our house yeah and so um so i think taking that time and unwinding and unpacking what it was that was creating that like mm-hmm. once you shine the light on it it's like oh that's actually really silly and why do you feel that way and you can kind of walk through it and then when I see my kids respond in anger, I let them be angry, but I help them through it. Yeah. Right. I let them express their anger in a safe place, but then I help them like try to channel it back to the gospel, channel it back to what God's intention is, like how this world is broken, and that's why certain things are the way they are, but we can still control the way we respond to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really, that's been really helpful, and it, of course I'm not doing it perfectly, but... Um, one of the things I think about so as I respond to my kids, I'm responding to them the way I was responded to. And so I'm essentially doing what I know how to do. Mm-hmm. So my, what I try to do, I try to take a beat. If I'm feeling like I am getting that pressure cooker feeling, starting to get like boiled up inside, like I, I try to remove myself from the situation and respond to my kids the way I want to see them respond to their future children or relationships and, and respond that way because yeah. that is what they're going to step into. Yeah. They're going to step into what they've been taught. And so that helps put accountability on my shoulders to make sure I'm, I'm teaching them how to, how to handle these emotions, yeah. right? Like recognizing, for, recognizing them for what they are mm-hmm. and how to handle it. Yeah. And then I do that, try to do it in my life too. Yeah. Which yeah. was a lot very different from what I grew up in. Yeah, yeah. So, I I've noticed in myself a lot of times anger is a result of um, a, a a barrier. So I I'll, I'll have a goal in mind. Mm. Uh, so maybe my goal is compliant children, or my goal is to and, and it's also linked with expectations. Mm. So oh, here's yeah. a great example, and this 
maybe people can relate to this. Okay. Um, expectations for a vacation. <laughs> that it's going to be a certain way, mm -hmm. that my kids are going to be super thankful and appreciative, uh, that were. we're going to be able to go there and do this and that the weather is going to be perfect and all of that. And so I have this goal in mind and it's usually highly idealistic. <laughs> and so that comes with expectations. Mm -hmm. And then when real life hits and we enter into that and, you know, the car breaks down or the kids have to stop and use the restroom again, mm -hmm. you know, like even oh, yeah. little things like that, sure. they would set me off. Yeah. And I realized that I had these sort of unmerited, unspoken expectations about how this thing was going to go. Mm. And I remember, like, in some ways a silly example, but it's not. I remember vacations for me really shifting about 11 years ago or so when I, when I decided before a vacation to just to release all expectations, like wow. just going to take every moment as it comes, mm. come what may. Wow. And it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It was awesome. But it, I think what it taught me was, okay, there's something, there's something that's underlying behind this anger that I experience. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it is, it's these, these perceived obstacles. Mm. I just want things to go well and right and in my favor. And then um, I also think that there's fear behind my anger. Hmm. Uh, I think fear of kind of like what you pointed out. I've definitely parented in public differently than I've parented in private. Yeah. Because there's this fear of how people are going to perceive you. Sure. You know, and so you get angry at your kids mm. for being kids. Right. Or I've uh, I've been afraid of being out of control. Oh yeah, and yeah. which ironically, then I lose control. <laughs> right. You know, like, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna rob and, you but it. but that's really what's right. behind like raising my voice mm -hmm. is I'm trying to assert that I'm still in control. Yeah, and it becomes a power struggle mm. uh, for for me, and uh, it's just not it's it's not healthy. It's certainly not Christ like. Yeah, uh, and it's it. Um, yeah, I mean, you you pass on the anger to the people in your life. I mean, it, um, there's a proverb, you know, a gentle answer turns away wrath, right. but a harsh word stirs up anger. Right. I, I, anger is like a fire. It just give, it just breeds more anger Right. and it's highly contagious. I, I read something once saying holding on to anger is like holding on to a hot coal mm. that you have intent to throw at somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sometimes it feels good to be angry. Like we talked about yeah, that, like yeah, yeah. to sit in that and feel these emotions of like, I was wronged. Yeah. And so I'm going to sit in this and just stew over this. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that might be that control. Yeah. You wanting, you wanting to find control in the situation of yeah. like, I can't do anything out about it. So I'm going to literally just hold on to this hot coal and wait till I can chuck it at somebody, Yeah. you know, or that revenge aspect of it, which... Um, is another element of control. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I do. I, I think I would agree with you. In the moment, it feels really good. Like mm. there's this like explosive release where you're yeah. like, I'm just so angry and I'm hitting this <laughs> mm -hmm. this wall or yeah, yelling. Storm out or, of this gym. <laughs> yeah, or yelling or giving, yeah, storming out of the gym, <laughs> yeah. giving somebody a piece of my mind. Sure. But then immediately, I'm always, I'm always filled with regret. Immediately. Afterwards. Yeah. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Yes. It's such a false sense of like control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah. And and then of course shame comes in, and, right. which is another reason to be angry. I think at times where you just trying you're trying to hide something, mm -hmm. and I think we 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 
tend to keep people away with anger. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, Do you think anger is a choice? I I think the choice we have in the matter when it comes to feeling angry is how we respond to that anger. Yeah. Um, I mean, now nowadays the things that make me angry, you know, anything that puts my kids in danger, that's immediate, like mama bear comes yeah, out and yeah. like, oh, that's cute. She's protecting her kids. But it's like, again, I'm trying to control the situation. I'm taking the way the trust that I should have in, in the Lord providing protection for my kids. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I maybe I could do something, but it's like, I'm taking away that I'm, I'm inserting myself in a situation trying to say, okay, God, get out of the way. I'm taking over here, you know? Um, and so I think in that, in that moment, I don't know. I think anger, how we respond to anger is, is the choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think in talking to you about it, you sort of changed my mind on that. I think I would have said that anger is a choice, mm. but I think probably what I mean is what you're saying is when anger does come, like we have a choice to decide how we're going to express that, right. how it's going to come out and deal with that. Are we going to, yeah. Um, I, I think that even sheds light on like Ephesians four, you know, Paul writes, be angry and do not sin. Mm. And you're like, okay, yeah, like, okay. If, if, if anger is a, is a normal emotional response to something, okay. Being, being like, it's going to come up, but then don't sin with that. Right. Which is a really hard thing to ask, I think, because mm-hmm. anger want. I mean, it, it's just going to come out sideways the way that sin takes that. Because you know, the Bible talks about a righteous anger that God, right. God demonstrates yeah. anger or wrath mm-hmm. uh, because evil and sin has corrupted and distorted and is killing His beautiful creation. Right. Like, yeah, that's something to be angry about. I, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but I don't think humans are capable of that very often. No, no, you can I if you peeled back all the layers, I don't think we'd ever come out smelling righteous. <laughs> I really don't. I really I don't. It's I definitely think it's it's it. We'll I'll tell my kids. I tell myself like kind of what you said with the indicator light on the dashboard. It it is a check engine light. Like I'm feeling this. Why am I feeling it? And what can I do to step into it? You know, and there are there are things in this world that just make me so angry and sad. Yeah. And I think God can use that anger to push you into compassion of like, hey, I want to step into this and help mm. the situation somehow. How do you think that works? Like how like I, I don't know, you know, if if I if I had heard you say that not long ago, you know, you can turn your anger into compassion. Like that doesn't even sound like the same mm, yeah. realm. Right. It's but I, I think you're right. Hmm. How does that work? How do you do that? Well, I, I for example, like if you see a, a children who need help, hmm. their homes are not safe, their yeah. families aren't capable of loving them the way they deserve, like that makes me angry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I see it as a problem. And so there's ways to step into that and show compassion for these children. So I didn't go up to those kids' moms and lace into them or give them a piece of my mind. But instead, like, you can move into compassion towards that problem and help Mm. in a way. Yeah. Um, That's really good. I think that's important. Yeah. I think that is a way that anger then does 
that's, that's yeah you you that that feeling of anger comes up and that's how you you step into that in action because mm-hmm. the alternative is violence right whether and that's that physical or verbal or or it's some harm in some other way that's mm-hmm. maybe more passive aggressive because that's anger too big well yeah, yeah. That, that is my go-to my, yeah. my passive aggressiveness i yeah. try i, I I'm really trying to identify when it shows up in my life. I'm like, oh, man, was that passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I think it's easy to see anger, whether it's aggressive or passive aggressive, mm. after the fact. Oh, 100%. Right. Because yeah. I think in some ways, like, you know, we, we believe in, in spiritual warfare and spiritual battle and mm-hmm. that, that we're constantly being lured and tempted into these things. And I think what the enemy often will do is lure us into anger and then quickly show us that it was wrong hmm. so that we then feel shame about it. Dang. You know? Yeah. Um, but how do, so how do you, have you, have you, uh, are you honing the skill of identifying when it's coming up for you and, and, and cutting it off before it comes out either as an outburst or, or as passive aggression? Yeah, I think, um, well, in, you know, as a mom, you've got like a thousand things going on. And so I tend to, uh, go to anger in, in times of stress. Mm. So I have to figure out what's causing me stress. So it's yeah. like, if we have a busy night, spending time making dinner like earlier, so it's done so I can be there and present for my kids. Cause then when I'm not and they need me, but I'm like trying to get ta- food on the table. It's like, I then feel guilty about not being there for them because I'm trying to do this other thing that's required of me. And um, so just having a plan and putting putting a plan in place so I'm not feeling that pull, that stress. Mm. But then I also have to realize like like thinking eternally if I can if I can just press pause in this time and go 50 years in the future and be like, what's more important? like your kids yeah. need you or dinner maybe not tasting as good as it should. Yeah and, and I think it's it's a hard reality to it's hard when reality, is set in and you're like, I don't want to burn dinner and, and throw away all this food or whatever. But it's like, in the end, like cultivating this relationship with mm. my kids is most important. Yeah. And so I think having that eternal perspective, teaching my kids how to, if I can, if in that moment, put that lens on of like, hey, the way you're responding to them, the way you're conducting your life is how they're going to do it in the future. Or very, you're giving them these sets of tools and they may choose to to do it the way you're doing it, but it's like you can set them up for more success. And that's really important to me. Yeah. And in the moment, that will supersede a lot of my anger of like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm setting a good example for them for down the road. Yeah. Um, but sometimes that doesn't always uh, trump the situation yeah. as quickly as I'd like. I think what you're saying is really key. It's really important. Um, you know, we don't do ourselves any favors in life when we overcommit mm. or just stretch ourselves too thin. And I think making decisions about our lifestyle that might require some sacrifices, mm-hmm. saying no to good things even, yeah, it's hard. in order to have a little more margin, a little more rest in our mm-hmm. lives, uh, and try to preempt... Um, stressful situations yeah. just by making these decisions about life. And I mean, and, and you know, life hits and, and there's always going to be stressful situations. Totally. But I think, I think that, and, and then also, yeah, like looking ahead and going, 
what, what's the kind of, what's a, you know, what kind of an old man do I want to be? <laughs> yeah. Right? What, what kind of yeah. adults do I want my children to be? Yeah. And that's not going to happen by accident. Mm-mm. It's going to happen now by making some choices. I think, you know, let's, let's land in the camp that, yeah, you don't really choose to be angry. It, it, it's like an emotion. It's like sadness. It's like happiness. It kind of comes up because of circ- circumstances, mm-hmm. but we choose to, to do with those things. You know, we have a choice there. But we certainly have a choice on how we can uh, sort of cr- uh, create an atmosphere and environment in our lives that is more conducive to joy or more conducive to anger yeah. or uh, those sorts of things. And right. yeah, I think that's really important. That's that's great that that you went there with that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all we're all a work in progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to mention or talk about? I mean, I I think too, inviting people in to when you're stuck in anger and you're stuck in in that pressure cooker and you can't figure out what is setting you off, like inviting people in, Mm. I think is a really uh, powerful tool because when you're in the thick of it, it is so hard to see beyond that. Yeah. But when you have people that can just gently guide you, yeah. or even maybe not even gently guide you, and they can literally just call you out on it, sometimes that is what we need to get ourselves out of thinking. Because responding ang- with anger is essentially responding selfishly, yeah. right? And yeah. sometimes it's really hard to see beyond that. But when you have people being able to help you out of that and giving you perspective that may supersede your own, like I think it's a really important thing. And that and that comes through community and or it could I don't know, the Lord could use anyone. Yeah. But but being willing to take that help from someone else mm-hmm. to help you pull yourself out of that anger. Yeah. Yeah. Is really important, I think. Yeah. That's an interesting thing about community. It can yeah. can draw out our anger. Yes, it can. But they can also, our community help us through the anger. And, yeah. 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 And I also think, too, too, I just think a lot of psalms, like there's a lot of angry psalms. <laughs> you're, you know, yeah, you know so but it's but it's it's anger that's like just poured out and expressed to God mm-hmm. uh, as the one who can really truly do something about it. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's a righteous way to, to deal with our anger. Yeah is to take it to the Lord because mm-hmm. through those prayers, we see this all the time in the Psalms. God changes the psalmist's heart. And I have yeah, experienced that myself, that mm-hmm. through prayer, what starts out as an angry prayer ends in one of repentance mm-hmm. or the or reconciliation. Ch- right. Reconciliation. Yeah. Yep. That's good. That's great. Well, Shallon, always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, it's a fun conversation. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. If you want to know more about our church, you can go to heritagechurchaz.com. Uh, and uh, check us out. Um, otherwise, uh, we're, we're, we're hoping to put out the next one next week. So mm-hmm. tune back in. All we'll right. see ya. Thanks.